Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who can it be knocking at my door? Go in. Don't come round here no more. Best off if you stay outside. If you come in, I'll only run and hide. Who can it be now? Who can it be now? Who can it be now? This is still going? Who get it? Who get it? Jeez. This is what happens when you zap yourself full of electricity all morning. You get a little bit loopy. Next woman who takes me on is going to light up like a slot machine and pay off in silver dollars. Okay. That was old Jack Nicholson from a movie. <laughs> Can you guess the movie? If you do, you're today's lucky winner. It's funny how much Jack's voice has changed over the years as he got older and smoked. Oh my God, it went from down here. Next woman will take me on to, I'm using the word hate here about pills. I know, I know. That's not a great Jack, but hey, that's the best you're going to get on an impromptu electrified morning. You guys come here for the... Uh, improvisational singing and uh, mouth saxophone. Isn't that right? Isn't that why you came here? It's not? Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, that's the best. Oh, hang on a second. I'm still on this. Much better. That probably sounds more realistic. Anyway, so yeah, I had a little bit of ambient sound on my voice. Maybe I should do the whole podcast with ambient sound. So I was just, you know, a lot of the stuff, as usual, sounds kind of random. Sounds like it's coming out of left field, but it all ties together. I was doing my morning routine of putting paintings up and doing social media, and I was doing a little story, and I added a little minute work to it, and I had that song stuck in my head. Who can it? Who can it? So I thought I would just... uh put it on here because you know what that's what was flowing in my mind in my electrified tens filled brain and body yeah i've been zapping myself with some tens today in the pelvic region (laughs) so hence the bad quote from 
the movie. I'm still waiting. I'm not going to give it away. But it all ties in, like I was saying, because you know what? Sometimes we really effort and struggle a lot to come up with like the best thing or the the most difficult thing or this has to look hard because you know it's what I do it's art or it's my business or whatever so it has to be hard well no I, I'm going to pull a page from the Tim Ferriss experiment and say what would this look like if it were easy and a lot of times I use that instead of being my inner critic instead of quieting what I'm thinking or going like, this is going to be stupid. You know what? It might be stupid, but I just power forward and come out with the ideas anyway. I just do it improvisational. So that's where the song came from. I just was like, you know what? This is what easy looks like. Instead of coming up with some sort of crazy witty intro, I just went with it. I started singing and put it together. Sometimes that stuff just works. Sometimes people want to see the humanity. They want to see what something looks like when somebody's just being real. And that's easy. That's what easy looks like. It's not efforting too much. I didn't polish it. It was just me (laughs) singing into a mic. I'm just a guy looking at a girl. No, it was just me, you know, singing into a microphone uh, without any preparation and improvising some saxophone poorly, I know, with my lips. And you know what? That's good enough for me. And it's probably better than what I would have come up with if I sat here for an hour going like, now let's see what would be the best intro to come up with. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about what would things look like or what would problems look like if they were easy. And we're also going to talk about a perspective shift, getting outside of yourself and stepping back to see yourself from an objective perspective so you can make decisions easier and so you can make solutions come a little bit easier. Because, you know, we've all had that friend who we see and we're like, well, they, they just need to do this. Why doesn't he just do this? Or why doesn't she just do that? That would fix everything. It all looks so easy from 10,000 feet in the sky, right? Everything looks peaceful from far away. But you know what? When you're in it, when you're stuck in it and you got all the context and you got all the people and all the programming in your head and all that stuff, the learned behaviors, you got all that loop playing in your head, it's kind of hard to step outside yourself sometimes and see things from an objective perspective and go, what would this look like if it were easy? So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit more today. A lot of this stuff is a little bit, you know, esoteric or it's a little bit complicated. I know we're talking about something, making something easy, but this is not a practice that you can do. Like you can go, okay, I just need to work on this this way and then I will have it. I just need to do a couple reps of this and I've got it. A lot of it comes from just being able to witness patterns. It's like pattern recognition in your own life, pattern recognition in your own art and in your own head. That's where everything starts. Because like I said before in the other podcast episode, you know, we're talking about putting a filter on your experience. You know, you can filter your experience however you want. Sometimes you just got a negative, like dark filter on there, and that's how you're seeing the world. That's what's clouding your judgment. A lot of it is just being aware of that filter and aware of these patterns and aware of these thoughts and learning to step back from them. And yes, of course, that is something, and I've talked about this so many times, and so many other people have talked about this, and I don't need to go into too much detail about it, but meditation is a great way to train your brain to 
witness the negativity, witness the loop, witness the patterns, all those kinds of things. That is a great way to learn how to step back and be objective and go, oh, these are just thoughts. Or, oh, this is just something that I was you know, taught as a kid that I've carried on has become programming in my life. Or this is just something that I started doing and it worked once and then I kept doing it. It's not working anymore. So maybe I should change my perspective or change my strategy a little bit here. Sometimes with meditation, sometimes it was just taking a break, chilling the fuck out and looking at things. You can go, oh, why, was, why am I still doing this? And you know what? If that's not good enough for you, that's where a support group comes in. Like I've got my wife, she's great. I can talk to her about something. I can ask her something honestly, and she will give me the real deal of Vander Holyfield. She will give me that perspective. And sometimes I I kid her for being like a robot and not being emotional about certain things. But you know what? Sometimes that really is a great skill to have because you can just objectively go, no, this is what this is. And sometimes I need that because I'm too emotional. Big shock, right? Artist, too emotional. I'm emotional. I'm too attached to things. I'm too attached to my patterns and my feelings and my perspectives and all that. So I need someone to sometimes to go, you know what? No, this is just, you're just doing this again. Or, you know, you just need to stop doing this, or you need to just be aware of this, or you need to make this little flip or this switch. So find somebody in your life who can do that for you. Maybe it's a best friend. Maybe it's a group of friends. Maybe it's like an artistic group that you can bounce things off of. Maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your dad. Maybe it's your dog. Hey, you never know. Maybe you're just bouncing the idea and saying it out loud to your dog is enough to give you some space to go, hmm, that doesn't sound right when I say it out loud. But that's important. Having somebody who can give you that objective perspective and tell you the straight dope. Give it to you straight, let you know what's going on, and then you can think about it. You know, it doesn't always mean that this person's right. But a lot of times just having that other perspective and and not getting emotional about that perspective or what that person says to you and just going home or going into the studio or, you know, sitting in your meditation practice and thinking about it, mulling it over a bit objectively without emotion feeling. Sometimes you'll go, you know what, this is right. Or, you know what, that didn't ring true or, or aspects of this are true. And then you can figure out what you want to apply. That's a great way to get perspective and to let it marinate and decide if you want to go forward with these changes. I mean, another great way to do it is just be exposed to different perspectives. Read, read autobiographies of artists or, you know, creatives or entertainers. Uh, Listen to podcasts like this one. I mean, you can listen to other ones too if you want, but you, you know, you know where it is. Listen to podcasts, watch movies, watch documentaries, listen to artist talks. If there's a panel going on somewhere, go listen to that. That's a great way to get some different perspective, to hear from different artists. That's why I, look, I'm more than content doing these solo monologues all the time, but that's why I interview artists is because I like to get different perspectives too. And I like you to have different perspectives. I like to bounce some ideas off of people and see if they stick or see if they bounce back at me. A lot of times, sometimes I'll ask like leading questions and every once in a while you'll get an answer you're not expecting. And it kind of forces you to step back and go, oh, I was coming into this with my own baggage or my own preconceived notion. And this person gave it to me straight. Or this person just said, well, you know, yeah, I can see that. I agree with this aspect, but this is what I do. And then you hear what they do and you go, oh, wow, that's a different way to approach this. I hadn't thought of that before. I did not know that, Ed. That's wacky and wild stuff. Uh, Wow, I'm throwing some crazy old references in today. For those of you who are over 40, you might get that. Not that I'm over 40, guys. (laughs) You know, one day. But this is just something that's important. I listen to Tim Ferriss all the time. And Tim Ferriss is a guy who does a lot of, you know, overthinking. And he 
practices a lot of stuff and he's like a human guinea pig and he he's very cerebral but he's open to trying new things which i like and sometimes he'll test certain things and you come out of that with like a different perspective so test things in your own life too don't just be so rigid to do like oh this is what i do this is what i'm sticking with this is what's worked for me before so this is what's going to continue to work for me in the future no not always like I've done some things, I have some things, I got my bread and butter that work, that still work, that I do every day I plug in, but sometimes I can just feel myself getting stale and I have to step back and go, is this really working? Like, is it time to adapt a little bit? Is it time to change the routine a little bit? Routines are great. We got to have them as artists, but you also have to learn to adapt and not to get too rigid. We are creatures of habit and we like to do something that we recognize. Like, oh, I like to do this in the morning. I have my coffee. I put my stuff up online. I market it. I do social media. Da, 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 da. But sometimes you need to be open enough to step back and go, you know what? Let me throw a little wrench in here or let me try this out. Maybe there's something new that a lot of other artists are trying. Let me try to incorporate this and throw this into the mix. And you can't do that if you're too rigid. So a lot of this is just kind of stepping back from yourself and looking at things and going like, is there a better way to do this? Is there something that you're doing that you're efforting on all the time? A good way to figure out if there is, is are you bored when you're doing it? Are you always finding yourself like, oh my God, this is so monotonous, like shoot me in the head. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have some of those. I have some of those. And some of those are necessary. Some of it is just grinding and, and cranking out the stuff that you got to do. But a lot of it sometimes it can be done a little bit better or it can be changed up. And if you're constantly getting that every single day of your life, that's a little bit of a red flag or sign post that maybe, you know, this is something that could be done a little easier, or this could be something that could be switched up, freshened up, or done from a new angle. So learn how to listen to your instincts, learn how to listen to what your body's telling you if you're bored, if you're frustrated, if you're too stressed. All those things are great indicators that you might be over-efforting on some of this stuff, and there might be an easier way to do it. Now, how do you make things easier? How do you do something, once you figured out that you're over-efforting, how do you make things easier? Well, unfortunately, that is something that really is case-specific or needs to be decided on a case-by-case basis, but a couple ways to look at this that might help is... I know this is not good advice typically, but if you're doing something that you can't figure it out or something that keeps stifling you or frustrating you, try procrastinating on it. Try giving yourself a deadline. Try on the night before this thing is due to be done. Try figuring it out on the last night, on the 11th hour, and see what comes up. That's a really good way to force your brain into making some snap decisions and snap judgments. Sometimes you can find the easiest solution that way because you just have to, because you're giving yourself these kind of constraints that are like forcing you to make creative decisions. That's a really great way to figure out how to make something easier or make something more efficient. It's not right all the time. But if it's just something that's not like a high stakes thing, something that's like not going to get you fired or whatever, try doing something like that. Try the procrastination method. Another great way to make things easier is, I'm going to say it again, but it's 
meditation. Brent Estabrook and I talked about this, and we both talk about it being like magic. Some of these breathing techniques, some of these meditation practices get you into a space where it just opens you up. It clears all the clouds, and sometimes the answer or the solution will just come to you, and it's effortless. And I've had that happen more times than I can remember, and I know Brent talked about that happening as well. And you'll find that as you get better at this, as you get better at clearing your head, the information and the answers just kind of come to you like almost as like osmosis. (laughs) They really do. It's like magic. So that's a great way to train your brain to also figure out how to look for easy solutions or solutions you might not otherwise see when you're like right in the mix. Like, you know, oh, I'm really efforting. I'm, I got to get this done. I'm right here. I can't see anything else. You got all the blinders on. This is a great way to take all those blinders off to just open yourself up to infinite possibilities. So that is option number two. Option number three is just something that I think of from time to time. It's like, what would I do if I were looking at this through my five-year-old self or my 10-year-old self's eyes or just through my child's eyes? If you have kids, what would this look like? Maybe ask your kids if you have kids. A lot of times kids are not mired in all this bullshit and don't have a lot of these restraints and barriers and restrictive thoughts and blinders and bumpers. A lot of them are just, they're just open to it. They're just, oh, they just go with it. They improvise like, oh, this is how, this is what I would do here. Or they make believe it's the same thing. All of these things, it's the same mechanism. They are very quick to just come up with an answer. And just like me at the beginning of the podcast, rather than overthinking it, I just did it. They just jump into it. They jump into things and they make believe and they have no problems with any of that stuff. So what would this job look like or what would this task look like to you if you were doing it as your eight-year-old self or if your kids were doing it or some kid that you know was doing it? What would this look like? And maybe looking at it through those eyes will give you a different perspective and make things look a little bit easier. So these are just three examples. I'm not here to give you all the examples of how you can do this, but really just to make you think about it a bit. I didn't give you a whole lot of practical examples. I gave you some, but it's meant really to just be something that's like a conversation starter or a thought starter, (laughs) something that sparks some thought with you and makes you think like, how can I be better aware of some of these things in my own life. Some of the things that I'm struggling or over-efforting with and can these things be done easier? Is there an easier way? What would this look like if it were easy, as Tim Ferriss would say? And also just stepping back from yourself, getting that objectivity, getting that perspective and, you know, finding ways to not take yourself too seriously sometimes. Just to like say, look, I know I'm a serious artist, but what would this look like if it were playful? What would this look like if it were easier? So I think you get the idea. Hopefully this has been helpful for you. Uh, looking forward to bringing you some more interviews coming up. I got a really big one coming up that I'm really excited about. And I've got more of these little shenanigan episodes coming up as well. I hope everybody's doing well. Be good to each other out there. Be good to yourself, of course. That's where it all begins. And I will see you on the next episode. All right, move over. I'm taking over now. Oh, who got it? Who got it? Oh, 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 oh. Don't knock my door, baby. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. 
Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.